As the population globally is growing, the amount of things that people are buying and therefore the waste that is being produced is also increasing. The way that we get rid of our waste and also the way that products are being made means that a lot of waste ends up in landfill sites and in our oceans. This is a huge problem. Greetings everybody, my name is Anil and I live in Kailicha, a township from about 39 kilometers from Cape Town Center. Many South African townships are drowning in waste due to lack of trash collection services. It goes without saying that upgrades to informal settlements are urgently needed, especially basic service delivery. Youth reporters from the Children's Radio Foundation across Africa sit behind microphones and through airways discuss ways in which climate change affects livelihoods. Today, we're going to talk about the negative effects irresponsible waste management has on people in our communities. Desmond Dutu has widely said that 25 years ago, people could be excused for not knowing much or doing much about climate change. However, today, people have no excuse. That is Jennifer Ngobeni, a youth reporter from Alex FM. Today's show is in line with what happens when the environment is made to pay a price it can no longer afford. Like many people across the world who have fallen victim of systems of oppression, black people have had to deal with consequences of colonialism and apartheid in South Africa, one of them being the consequence of displacement and being forced to live in areas that do not have efficient water and sanitation facilities, proper housing and efficient basic service delivery. One could say the same about the environment. The environment has been taking a similar kind of toll, one that has started with the first industrial revolution. I have something by someone. His name is Paul Polman. He said that climate change is sometimes misunderstood as being about changes in weather. In reality, it is about the changes in our very way of life. And speaking about our very way of life, let's move on to something that we all know, something that we're all familiar with, the Juske River. The Juske River rises in Johannesburg and flows northwards, crossing into Bedford View, Ekruleni, and back to Johannesburg. It passes through Alexandra. I know when we're thinking the Juske <laughs> River, we're thinking dirty, useless, uh, yeah, yeah. but actually that river is very important. It's a very important part of Johannesburg, yes. but I feel like as residents of Alexandra, we're not rejoicing the fact that we have that river with us, yeah. and the fact that, that it runs through our streams, I feel like we're not rejoicing that fact, and we're, we're not using it effectively. Jennifer and her fellow youth reporters talking about climate change. The Jukske River is an important feature for the residents of Alexandra. Yeah. So now I'm going to ask you like one question, guys. So why do you think the Jusky River is important? Yeah. Jusky River can be used as a source of water. We can get the water from Jusky River in, instead of using taps to save more water. Rivers carry and store nutrition, right? It's supposed to support plant life, right? Yeah. So basically, Jusky River can't because of all the pollution that is in there. Rivers are important because they are a source of life. One of our attractions, Monaco, mm. go Alexandra. Mm. So it must be like kept clean. The reality is this river starts from Alice Park and then it moves throughout the city and then goes to Hard and, and, and joins Crocodile River and then from a Crocodile River it joins Hardebiers. Yeah. So you're thinking Hardebiers Dam is very important because that's where we get our water. Yeah. So think about it. Joske River is heavily polluted. So it, it, it's costing the government a lot of money to treat that water. But how does this affect water supply? Everywhere it's polluted, it goes throughout the city collecting dirt. It's not healthy because mm-hmm. people would go there and cleanse their traditional herbs and stuff. It's polluted with, with children's nappies and, and stuff. Yeah. And it's just not healthy for, like, 
for anyone. It affects food security in South Africa. Societal issues like that of the Jukske River are connected to service delivery or lack thereof. It is up to governments to fight for the interest in their communities and it is up to communities to hold the government accountable for essential services. In 2019, frustrated residents of Alexandra took to the streets to protest against poor service delivery, overcrowding and poor housing. Recognizing the role local government can play in improving human life, the Alex Youth reporters sit down with the Alexandra local councillor to talk about Juske River. He believes that change starts with the community. In particular, young people, because Kilona are the custodians of the of this country. You are the future that will take care of So you need to form part of the change that we want to see. What happens when people build along the Juske River? Juske River, 2016, there was a massive flat yeah. yeah massive flats yes yes and you know it cozaking into because people are yeah. yeah so they go and dump along the river yeah and they dump soil and everything so the, in, in actual fact the river it's becoming narrower and narrower oh my goodness so when it floods it yeah. is another that space to flow yeah. Now it rises. I rise, it flood all the places. Oh, and the thing is that people have not built Abbas Dampa Mobu all. So they just dump rubble, rubble, build houses. They, we understand people, Baba yeah. But we can't place our people in such dangerous situations. People will be flooded. People know they're putting their lives in danger. Yeah. And we should stop and we should speak up around some of these issues. No, Mara, Mole Achilling wrong. Look or seek another alternative, Mole so it's it's a tricky thing. Uh, you have to balance the issues of um, people wanting housing yeah. and people putting themselves in the line of danger. So yeah. so it's it's a balancing act and willing, very difficult. So when the council comes, it becomes hard. We are seeing in real time the hazardous damages caused by climate change, as with this example of the Chukske River. It goes without saying that improving human life goes hand in hand with taking care of the environment that we live in. Let's talk about how has the current conditions of the river affected the people in the township? What bad has the pollution in the river brought to the people? It's the diseases that are in the river itself. A Juske River cannot support plant life, but what I want to make clear is that people are saying, hey man, there are plants in Juske River. Those are weeds. Like, some are plant arites. They're weeds. Yeah. They're like parasitic plants, basically. They're weeds. They're not good plants. You cannot use those plants for food. We asked youth reporters the following questions. Number one, how does waste mismanagement affect their communities? Number two, whether they think if they had necessary resources and education because right now in Kailisha specifically people don't know which channels to go through when they want to report waste disposal or burst pipes or a burst drain or just feces overflowing in the streets and I believe that the benefits of waste management are just giving the people less things to worry about amongst the um, the many things that we are facing as a community right now such as the high crime rate and so forth. Good waste management has a lot of benefits to the environment as well as the humans in that environment. It helps the environment to be cleaner. If the environment is clean, there is less health risks. And overall, it just improves the quality of the environment and of the community as a whole because it looks cleaner, it looks prettier, and it smells fresher. My thoughts on whether or not the local municipality is doing enough to help our community manage waste better. I don't think it is doing enough 
because we still have dumping sites where there should be houses and the cause of that is that the municipality collects waste late so people or residents create their own dumping sites around the area to which that is unhealthy. Young people have been talking about climate change for decades. Globally, we march and run campaigns demanding action on climate change. Locally, you have heard from our youth reporters who do extensive research on climate change and jump on the mic to educate their communities about the urgency of climate change. As youth reporters, we understand that making noise about climate change can also attract other young people to make the noise even louder. We also call for action from our leaders because without urgent adaptation measures, the most vulnerable and most exposed will continue to be hit hard. And I believe that young people should take a stand and start taking action and promote recycling before it is too late. That is me, Zanele Mola, signing out.